This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Well, here we are at the second episode of season five of HUFC Chat, your favourite Hartlepool United podcast. We thought we'd bring you another episode albeit much briefer than the usual um, start to the season one that we do, which obviously came out last week. If you've somehow missed that, we've plastered it all over socials, so you must have been living under a rock. But that being said, make sure you do listen to it if you've missed out. We're just going to touch on a few things today. We'll talk about the pre-season result against Borough last Friday. We'll, of course, talk about the news that came out of the club today in Ewan Murray having his contract terminated by mutual consent. We did announce a replacement for you, and and then we'll just wrap it up there. But let's get started on the start of pre-season, which, you know, is an exciting time for fans. You start to build up those levels of excitement for the season and and looking ahead, you get to see the team that ASCII may like to play for the first time and you get to see those people that you usually go to games with once again, standing on the terraces in the same spot as we do season on season. Having said that, neither of us were there on Friday. But before you do read out the short and brief match report that is on the Pools website, Davo, perhaps you can just let the listeners how you know how you're all doing and you know how your operation went. Yeah, all is well. Thank you very much. Operation went very well. Um, was in there up at Freeman for for two days. I was let home on Wednesday, so um, that was really good to hear. Um, rehab's been tough physically, mentally, but like I say, some things are worth fighting for. So just taking each day as it comes now um, and 
slowly but surely things are getting a little bit easier day by day. So, yeah, really appreciate you asking, mate. And without further ado, we will delve straight into the article. And like you say, Hartlepool, we overcame championship opposition to start the pre-season campaign with a win. Pool started the game brightly with Callum Cook and David Ferguson both seeing shots blocked in quick succession. Trialist A showed some good touches in tight areas, though Boris' defence stooped strong during the early exchanges. The breakthrough came in the 24th minute after great work from new signing Chris Rea. After winning the ball back from the defender, he nutmegged his opposition number and squared for Manny to slide it beyond Roberts. Four minutes later, Pills doubled their lead. Great work out wide, found Ferguson wide open in the box. And the skipper slammed the ball into the back of the net. McGree got a shot away for the visitors shortly after, but it wasn't close enough to cause Dixon any problems. Dixon was called into action shortly afterwards, getting down to stop McGree's low free kick before Callum, Cook's fa- Callum Cook fired over at the other end. After a raft of half-time substitutions, Pills continued on the front foot. Hasty and Jolly and Trial C tested the Borough defence while a Tom Crawford free kick sailed over the bar. Borough had a half chance through Matthews for his long-range effort, clipped Jameson's bar and went behind. A moment of hesitation with a second to goal at Borough in for a consolation goal, but it didn't matter the overall result. Pearls now looked over cause for optimism. What a night. Lovely. Can't beat it, can you? 2-0 win to start pre-season. I mean, as I said to you, 2-1 even. I do apologise. I was getting ahead of myself there. Um, You know, as I said to you in the the group chat, it's it's one of them pre-season. For me, everything is about the performances, about the team gelling. It's about seeing that unity. And I know that the lads have arrived up in Scotland today and that's an opportunity again for them to gel further as a team and, you know, hopefully get close to the management staff and build that really strong and successful relationship. But, you know, whatever team that Borough put out in the first half and overall, yes, there was a lot of younger lads, but you can beat, you beat what's in front of you. And that's the most important thing in terms of, you know, moving forward. But for me, when I look at pre-season, as I've said, I look at our team gels, I look at the kind of attitude that the players are showing and, it's more about getting that style that ASCII wants to play kind of embedded in the players and and them knowing their roles exactly. And I think it's a great opportunity to also showcase yourself and what you can do and, you know, kind of get those fans excited to watch you. And I know that Trialist A, if I am correct, I assume it was uh, Anthony Mancini, it's a shame we don't have uh, Bailey on this episode to give us his rendition of his song, which then has come out on Twitter as well, which I seen on Saturday with a slightly few slightly different words. I think a different choice of car, but it's the same thing. Um, you know, in in terms of people seem to be very positive and and quite excited about what this um, Mancini has to offer. What were your thoughts reading Twitter and reading the comments about him? Yeah, I mean, overall, not just Mancini, but it was just so satisfying, so pleasing to hear so many positives. You know, you know yourself, it's been a pretty grim couple of weeks, a month and a bit, you know, since the season, last season ended. So 
to kind of finally start to see things, you know, start to take shape. You know, our first preseason game, we've beat the Middlesbrough side, albeit, you know, it doesn't matter who they're playing or who they're not playing. It's still a tough game for Pools. It's still a championship outfit. So to see Pools not only win, but to see so many fans talking possibly about the way we played, about individual performances, it was just so refreshing and it gets you more the excited now to to see what we can do come August 5th against Barnet. So, yeah, I, I was buzzing, mate. Absolutely buzzing. I must say, uh, roughly 3,000 Pools fans, overall attendance 5-6, that's in- impressive for a impressive. pre-season game. Very impressive. So, let's move on now to the news that I'm sad about. And I think as we tweeted on the podcast, as I tweeted on my personal Twitter account, it's uh, this player is certainly split opinion. You either like him or you don't. And I think for me... In my own opinion, we've perhaps shot ourselves in the foot a bit. Now, I'm just going to read the article before I give a bit more of my opinion. So, Poe's put out this morning, we can today confirm the departure of Ewan Murray. Defender leaves are following the termination of his contract by mutual consent. The Scotland signed in the summer of 2022 from Kilmarnock and went on to make 36 appearances for the side. Askey's added, Ewan is left by mutual consent for his own personal reasons. We'd like to thank him for all his hard work and we wish him nothing but the best. Now, the reason why I wanted to read that before I carried on with my opinion is, if it is for personal reasons, obviously, you know, that that's slightly different. If he doesn't want to be here, um, you know, it, it's important not to hold a player back. I think it's... You want people there who really want to play for the club. And I'm not saying Ewan didn't want to play for the club, but let's be perfectly frank about this. He hasn't had the best time in terms of his relationship with the fans. I know you and um, a certain individual had a slight altercation um, at one of the fixtures. But for me, I see you and Murray as a player who had a complete shift in attitude second half of the season. He got his head down. He wanted to work hard. He wanted to impress fans. He wanted to show us what he was capable of. And I think for me, he certainly did that. And it's disappointing. I think you look at the defence that we currently have, it doesn't fill me with confidence um, personally. So to see him go is disappointing. I know we had this discussion in the last episode, we talked about him even being, we both said him being potential candidate as captain for the upcoming season. For me, I think he would have done really well in the National League. I think he would have been able to, again, get even more Pulse fans on side. And it's a shame that it's come to an end. But, you know, it's one of those things that happens in football. If it's for personal reasons, then, you know, it's better that he isn't at the club because if his head's not in it, it's not going to work out for both parties. We both wish him all the best. Well, I know I certainly do. Davo, just give us your thoughts on you and Murray what you think of him as a player and and perhaps a little bit about your feelings about how he's left the club now and he's moved on. And then I'll just touch on a few things um, that were tweeted um, when we put a tweet out this morning and uh, and then we'll go from there. It's like you say, it's really tough, isn't it? It's really, really tough. I mean, you go back to the first, what, three or four months of his post career under Paul Hartley and it was just shambolic. It really, really was. And, People will say, but the club was unstable. We had a manager with no kind of idea or plan. But 
but even still, I just think individually when I look at how he presented himself, you know, you've you've mentioned that comically, that incident at Sutton, even things like that, that should never happen. Like, for me, it's all about, like, self-control. And obviously, Philip did it, just though. summed up for me, you know, the first three or four months at Pools, but... You know, Killip's done that as well, and it hasn't been talked about as much. He's done that on numerous occasions, Ben Killip. But he said dogs abuse off the fans, though. They've both had the same treatment, in my view. They have. Yeah, so in that in that case, then, both of them are in the wrong. But Ben Killip didn't seem to be, when he's done it, hasn't been talked about as much. Just my personal opinion. Oh, yeah, 100%. I'm not going to get into the politics about it. However, back to the subject at hand. He was dropped, rightfully so. But then, you know, credit where credit's due. You know, Askey's come in and, you know, seemingly Ewan Murray's been working hard behind the scenes to get himself back into physical shape and in the right mental state. And he came back and he made an impression on all of us. You know, I'll hold my hands up and I'll I'll admit that. Um, Certainly made the impression on myself, you know, certainly showcased maybe why Paul Hartley brought him down from Kilmarnock. But if you're going to ask me about... You know, I'm obsessed. I'm not. I'm really not. I think it's a decision that, you know, I think it's best for both parties. Uh, I think John Askey will probably see that there is better alternatives to you and Murray, and also you and Murray, which I can understand, will want to go back north of the border where he can play his trade in Scotland and obviously have the comfort of being close to his family. I do believe he might have made an impression in the National League. However, it's all it's but and maybe's now. We'll never know. We've signed someone new today. We get behind him. And like I say, we do wish you and all the best. I'm not going to be that bitter to say, you know, I wish him harm or, or that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, that's all I've got to say. Well, let's just have a quick look then at the comments. So Michael Bratt has put, to be fair to you, and he did improve, but he still wasn't up to standing, in my opinion. All the best to him in the future, though. Dave Frank... 1985, a shame, but looking at the positives brings an opportunity for someone who ASCII fancies. Looked a bit more solid with Murray in the side. February onwards, best of luck to him and his career. Richard Sligo, he was okay towards the end of the season, but hopefully someone better comes in. And Sam Riches has also put, I'm actually a bit gutted we couldn't have kept him. I think after his second half of the season, he could have kicked on and proved people wrong. Anyway, move on. Let's get some other announced, which of course Pulls did. And we'll leave the last comment to our good friend, Mr. Mark Carroll, who said, good luck to him back in Scotland, but his improvement was from a very low bar. Well, Mark, if you're listening, we all know why you're not a fan of you and Murray. Um, but we won't, we won't uh, discredit you even further. We'll, uh, you know, you put you was on par with Louis Lang. I think if he'd said come round for a cup instead of what he said to you, you wouldn't have... Uh, you wouldn't have been as uh, negative towards him. But if anyone wants to know that story, you can ask Mark. We won't uh, do him a disservice. But he has also said ASCII can and will bring him better, which is an interesting comment. So let, let's see what he does. And, you know, with that bearing in, that in mind, Davo, I think you have the article for Paul's new signing, which was, of course, announced this morning. It certainly was. We were pleased to announce the signing of central defender. And before I do say it, I do apologise in advance if I do get this wrong, but we have <laughs> announced the signing of Emmanuel Honorise. Love that. If, Good effort. That's that, right. It is. If it's right, it's right. If it's wrong, then I'm sure people will be the first to let me know. <laughs> <laughs> the West Ham Academy graduate joins after recently departing Dagenham and Redbridge. 
Onorisi started his footballing journey with West Ham, initially as a midfielder, before being developed into a central defender during his academy days. While on a schoolboy contract with the Hammers, he was named on the bench for their Premier League clash with Arsenal in 2015, but was an unused substitute. Upon leaving West Ham, Onorisi joined Brentford's development squad. While at Brentford, he spent time on loan with Cheltenham Town before joining Rotherham United on a permanent deal in 2017. Another loan spell at Cheltenham followed before he joined Dagenham and Redbridge in 2018, initially on loan. He then spent two years at Scunthorpe between 2020 and 22 before rejoining Dagenham and Redbridge last season. He now links up with John Askey's side ahead of the National League campaign. Manuel Honorice commented saying, he's delighted to sign. After speaking to the gaffer, I knew where I wanted to be. He's building a side that wants to succeed and I'm looking forward to being a part of it. The gaffer said, we're delighted to bring in Honorice through the door, an experienced defender who knows the league very well and we're glad to bring him in ahead of our trip to Scotland. Manny will join Pools on their pre-season camp in Scotland ahead of the remaining pre-season schedule. Do you have any thoughts on the signing? It's hard. It is hard. Again, it's it's similar to the to the signing in Burton from Scarborough. I just know nothing about him. I've spoke to someone today, and seemingly, you know, people have said good things about him. You know, the numbers we've seen again give you hope. It's all about time now. It's all about you know how he performs in the upcoming preseason games, and and we take it from there. But Ultimately, again, I've said it in the last episode, it's another sign that I've just got to say in John Askey we trust. I don't think he'll sign players for the crack of it. I think he'll sign or he'll sign this guy known fine well that he's someone who possesses quality and enough quality um, to be in a side like players who want to push on and, and get back to the football league. Yeah, I agree entirely with you there. I think it's just a case of get behind him and welcome to the North East number one football club. You know that I think that's that's as much as I'm going to say on it. I don't know enough about him to comment. I'm not someone who likes to comment without being well informed. So, on that note, it's been a short and uh, sweet episode, but one which we hope you've enjoyed getting your little pulls fix. Um, we will be trying to keep episodes as frequent as possible. Darrow, it's been brilliant to record with you as ever. Been fantastic to hear that your recovery is going well as well. I'm sure all the listeners, you know, those that were aware of it and those that have uh, wished you well, I know I've seen quite a few comments um, with that as well, will be pleased to know. So without further ado, Davo, I'm going to hand it over to you this time. You can give us our traditional ending to an episode of HFC Chat, please. As ever, back the boys, keep the faith, and never say die. We will see you in the next episode. We certainly will. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.